Skatchel. Ominous. Don't call it a comeback. where I can see them lads, it's the We Have No Cares podcast, covering the uh, Aberdeen versus Hart Midlothian Basketball fiasco. game. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, if that was basketball, that would still have been a terrible move, because it just went straight out of play. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, if, you're going to, if you're going to get a block, make sure it goes to the man. It's uh, basketball basics, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Discussing the basics of various sports with us, uh, I'm Nicole. I'm Rob. Rob. And we're joined by Craig. How you doing, Craig? Hello. Good. How are you You're doing? You good. You're looking healthy, man. Thanks. You eating well? No. Every now and again. Yeah. If you you still you jogging despite the winter winter weather, right? Play a little bit fights. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I can see you're showing. You're you're glowing. You're glowing. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a good audio picture. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't really want to talk about this game. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh, that was a that was a trial. That hurt. Well, you see, it's it's going to be very difficult to pick out a, a narrative flow about this game because it was just it slid off my brain so much. Yeah. I sat and watched it like we just sat and watched highlights to refresh my memory. It was like I was seeing images for the first time, <laughs> apart from one obvious one. Well, uh, yeah, one that's going to be etched into my retinas forevermore. I'm sitting really close to the TV at the pub as well. Oh, good yeah. to see. Had a really, really, really good view of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous stuff. Yeah. You, you uh, certainly picked your spot there. I certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, Craig, we we marched up to Aberdeen. Uh, this was the last team to to really horse us in a in a football match, mm-hmm. and it looks like we decided that we weren't going to be horsed again. Yeah, we decided that we would just. Uh, Pulled them back and tripped them up every time they ran past us. That was uh, that was the the biggest game. But although for the first five ten minutes, I think we started quite well, created a couple of chances. Maybe we could have got a goal, but uh, we were thoroughly dominated after that. So what you're saying is we decided to be very professional, professional footballers, in a sense. curling professionally. In a sense, it's all part of the game, mate. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> but we're a good football team. Uh, it annoys me that we resort to that. Are we a good football team? Took us ages yeah. to shake that stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we are. Yeah. Igor Rossi is a good footballer. Miguel Payardo is a good footballer. Prince Warden is a good footballer. Arnold Jim's a good footballer. Sam Nicholson, Osmond Sol, Vanna. They're all good footballers. Ah, they're good footballers. Good football team. Are we a good football team? Now, stop me. Shout at me if I'm being ridiculous and paranoid. But do you feel we score enough goals for how good a football team we're meant to be? No. No, I don't think we do. Because we don't play football often enough. We play long ball, stupid long ball football, far too often. In games when it doesn't really... Augustine's one of the biggest culprits of that as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been shown before that game, but it, that he was that was um, him at his worst that at the weekend there. Um, I think he pulled one off early on that got to Nicholson, but then after that they were pretty much all wayward, all these long passes. Yeah. It reminded me of Wilson yeah. Yeah. last season. I mean, Augustine and Motherwell, I mean, obviously through necessity more than anything else because of the weather, he was driving out of defence and finding a pass into the midfield. He wasn't doing that against Aberdeen. And it's too often if teams press us high up the park, and that's what we do. We just hoof it forward. is not great in there. So's never been that great in there. We don't play enough football. We worry too much about the opposition. But you feel, despite that, we are a good football team. 
Yeah. We're not playing football because of instructions, because of timidity, because of shitebaggery. Possibly Are you both. calling this team shitebags? No. There you go, Robert Portfoy. <laughs> no, has I'm not. Branded. <laughs> not at all. I think you know we've we've got a team full of good footballing footballers who like to play football, and we're not allowing them to play football for whatever reason. If that means we're playing the wrong setup, the wrong system, it needs to be addressed because we've got a good enough squad to be going and passing around teams, but we're not doing it. Are you just talking about in these kind of games, or are you talking about you know, in these kind of games especially? Right. Uh, games against the other teams. games, even though the games we're winning. Yeah. Yeah, you still see it. You still see, you know, defenders or whatever hoofing it forward to so when they, they do have an option there. It's it's beginning to get a bit annoying. But I'm sure it will come. It will come. You know, Nielsen said himself, probably take until about, you know, February time until all the foreign guys are properly settled in. And then, you know, that's why we've got them on longer deals now so they can push that into next season. It's still possibly a, a bit of a consolidation season, you know, just make sure that we're all right, top six, but... I think we've got a good enough team to be absolutely pissing third anyway. That's a, yeah, well, I, I still have no doubts that we'll finish third or the very worst fourth, but um, yeah, God, it just feels like there's so much more in this team. Uh, I think I was I on board that's the point I was trying to make, sorry. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. There's, more, there's more to come. They can they could play a lot better. I think what started me then this dark train of thought was like, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we we got what I felt was a good gritty draw against a solid Dundee team, and then it turns out like maybe they're not that solid after all, in their subsequent results, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they they weren't losing a lot of games at that point though. I mean, I know it's quickly become like no wins in ten or something for Dundee, but for a while I think they were unbeaten. I think they drew four in a row, so that was in a sequence where they weren't losing a lot of matches. But yeah, I, I take your point there. But I think overall, still, for a newly promoted team, it's still like a great run of form. I, I think the performance was the most disappointing thing at the weekend. I mean, the fact that we actually lost the game. I mean, think Aberdeen are a better team than us, I think, when it comes down to it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, the run we're on is still, it's still positive when you look at the run as a whole. So continuing this roller coaster of emotions that is my head, <laughs> am I now being too negative? Aberdeen did horses last time we, we, we faced them is like a sort of niggly, professionally foully way where we were, you know, like, you know, just minutes away from securing a good uh, point and clean sheet away at our, our closest rivals in this league. We don't count Celtic because Celtic are just doing whatever Celtic-y yeah. things they do on their planet Celtic. Yeah. You know, like... God, fucking imagine that plan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fingers crossed Independence Day stops off there. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so like, I mean, like if we'd got that nil nil, would we be sitting here going, oh, that we did what we had to do? I, I think I think we would have been sitting here saying that's a good result, but the performance wasn't very good. No, to be honest, because it wasn't a very good performance. It doesn't. We could have won that game. We could have got a last minute bounce off your tits fan goal, and you know we could have won it one nil. We wouldn't have been complaining, but I think we still would have paid lip service at least to the fact it wouldn't have been a very good performance. I mention one of tits again. <laughs> Maybe later. You have to earn it. <laughs> I'm going to be trying, I'm going to be playing out my skin. That's man management, that is. I'm going to run through brick walls for the gaffer now. I'm um, gone by that point. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, yeah, I think that you can't gloss over a bad performance. Even if it, Jordan McGee hadn't have tried to grasp the ball out of the air um, inexplicably. All right, we've waffled for seven minutes. Let's get to it. All right. Why did he do it, Craig? Well, I You're good friends with Jordan McGee, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know him well on a personal level. He's, uh, he obviously, you can see him look over his shoulder just before he makes the run in himself to defend it. 
and he obviously thinks Goodwill is a lot closer to him. He obviously thinks that Goodwill is coming in to knock that ball into the net. So mm -hmm. he's tried to do one of those uh, half, I don't know, half obvious, half trying to get away with it, handballs, and it's, yeah. Do you think there's it looks ridiculous. That? Is that? I mean, like, just the presence of you can Goodwill see him look over his shoulder before he does. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He must think there's a, there's somebody coming in to hit the ball. Otherwise, why would he do that in acres of space like that? Either that, or it was Billy King was sort of covering at left back at the time, and he just really doesn't trust Billy King to to take a touch on the ball in his own box. He was like, "No, nah, do you know what, Billy? I'm gonna save you from this." <laughs> Which again would be a, a remarkable instinct considering Imagine that King's it. got one of the best touches in the squad. Imagine it, yeah. You know, we, we could come up with fucking any explanation here and it's still... I like these explanations better than the idea that it was instinct. Because the idea that it's instinct is fucking ludicrous. There's no way that it's, you instinctually use your hands as an outfield player in a game of football. That's like, I don't know, like instinctively trying to hush a crying baby by kicking it in the face. Like, that's, that's not where your instinct leads you. Yeah, yeah it's... Fuck those, man. Like, maybe the harsh Pataudry wind blew his hand <laughs> in a bizarre upper draft moment. Oh, this is getting came, a bit JFK, I like it. That came off the pitch. It was uh, the swirling wind from the Pataudry seafront. Exactly, yeah. That, was that, it a rogue seagull? Maybe, maybe as he was going up for that header, um, someone sort of threw a syringe like a dart uh -huh. From the Aberdeen end, some of that famous Aberdeen skag went straight into him and he just started uh, convulsing randomly. Seems legit, yeah. It could happen, man, you never know. And that's why his head was in his hands afterwards. He wasn't like, you know, bemoaning his fate. No, no, he wasn't bemoaning his fate, he was just going, ah, oh, that beats any meat injection. <laughs> you I think know. he just thought Good Willie was there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah, yeah, that, yeah, that's probably it, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's. You can't, you can't defend it. You can't defend what he's done. You can't say, oh, that's an experience because a five-year-old boy who plays left-back in the football will know that you don't jump up and punch the ball when it's coming into your box. You just don't do it. Yeah. The ball wasn't going in the back of the net. It wasn't like a sort of heroic last-second thing like, oh, you might miss the penalty. No, it was nothing like that. We've you can't seen defend it. And I love Jordan McGee. And I still love him. I still think he's great. But you can't defend that. No, so many people trying to. It's ludicrous. Like we've seen like a few penalty box handballs in the past in world football. Uh, McFadden and uh, Suarez leap to mind, but both of those were to stop goals. Yeah, I think that's the point Robert was trying to make there. Yeah, exactly. If you're stopping like a last a last ditch kind of movement and stop a goal, and then you can maybe get lucky at the penalty. But yeah. There, there was still a chance to be finished, even if Goodwillie had followed them. It's a bit of a shame. Goodwillie as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah he scored against us, but that's his only goal this season. Like, I'd still back him to miss. <laughs> McGee had a really good performance as well. Yeah. I think as a team, we had defended really well. We hadn't played well at all, but we had defended well from the goalkeeper through the back four. I think other than I think Patterson had a bit of a torrid time in the first half, but I think other than that, I think the back two defended really well, and I think McGee done a decent job. It was just a shame that that was the way that we kind of lost it because you'd take a point after a performance like that. He certainly did build defensively, but I think that's why he's in there. You know, Nielsen's come out and said himself he's good defensively. Going forward, he doesn't quite offer what Oshinewa does. He doesn't overlap, but mm. defensively, he's still strong. And that, you know, from what I saw of the game in the highlights, it seemed like McGee played all right at yeah. left back. You know, he came and did his job as he has been doing until that. Well, um, I take the point he might have been a horse for this course. Uh, given that we were like there to defend, but um, like I, I really felt like his, he's normally better going forward than he was even in this game. But he was 
so poor when he had to sort of like step out of the, the uh, our back third that like it kind of contributed to us not having much of a grip on the game because we like the, the midfielders didn't have the outlets towards the towards the wing we just we were just very rickety in possession like one through eleven you know don't don't get me wrong I'm not trying to shoulder at all on Jordan's play, uh, shoulders but so oh, he he didn't look he didn't look great he didn't look like sort of like ah he he needs to be in ahead of uh, Oshiniwa but on the other hand he's what nineteen so. That's what a nineteen-year-old should look like, unless we like sit him in there for thirty games in one position, I suppose. Yeah, but as I say, yeah. coming forward, it won't be my was in there. We have Patterson on the other side to balance that. He yeah. goes forward. Like McGee doesn't have to. He's got Nicholson on the left. He's the winger. He should be making that option for the midfielders, not McGee. McGee doesn't have to make that option. And that's why the balance was there. There's room on the right. Well, okay, great. Give me a positive. Give me something to take from this match. Please. Uh, Rossi was good again. Ah, I like there you. Go. I like you, got oh. Robert, I'm greedy now. Give me another positive. I thought Neil Alexander... <laughs> I know I'm a Robert, but uh, Neil Alexander had a good game as well. Yeah, I thought that too. Good, yeah. that's, that's another positive. I liked it when Sam Nicholson nearly scored and when Juanma nearly scored. That was nice. Those were both nice. Talk yeah. us through Pick your favourite one and talk <laughs> us through it. Actually, I'm going to go for the one that might not be seen as the favourite one, but Juanma's chance was my favourite. Yeah. Just his touch. That instinctive touch. Like It's not often... Especially since, like, you know, Velichka left and stuff like that. I mean, I'm talking years ago that we've seen a heart striker who can just do that in the box, make a chance for himself out of nothing, basically. It's a ball he was back to goal, and he spun round, and, you know, he's he dinks it. That's how he finishes, and he didn't dink it, and Danny Ward made a great save. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just, you know, that's that's why you have guys like him in the team, because they can make a difference in a split second. He was unfortunate that it didn't go in that time. But same with Nicholson. His chance, he can make things happen out of nowhere. He just, you know, drove inside a wee bit and then dinked one off the bar. Like, it, it's, it's players players like that that can make a difference, especially in games when you're not playing that well. But yeah, Juanma's chance was, was wonderful. Even the wee ball in, arrow ball in from June was, was lovely. Yes, I agree with that. Good. Cool. Um, Andrew Constine being shite, that was something I took, <laughs> took from that. Shite in front of goal, certainly. <laughs> that's, that's all he needs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah chance. His free header that he stuck straight at Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It wasn't even a quickly taken free kick, they just took it slightly quicker than we expected and the whole defence was like, sorry. <laughs> what was that, Peter Pollock? That's a, is that an ice cream van? That's an ice cream van giving us some festive tunes. <laughs> it's banging. Wonderful. <laughs> Does anyone want to run out and get a single fag? <laughs> <laughs> there are drugs in ice cream vans here. <laughs> I, I would be disappointed if there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, kids. <laughs> That's not going anywhere, is it? <laughs> hey! <laughs> cool. Uh, wow, how do you recover from that? Oh, um, uh, another positive I'll give you. We got to see not one, but two Aberdeen players bleed. Yes, Mark Reynolds was one of the ones that bled. He, that. Boy, did he bleed. Yeah. Well, I should fucking hope so for the amount of times we hit them. <laughs> <laughs> Make the hits count. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, if that was our game plan, then surely we were looking to <laughs> cause a few minor injuries. Get Aberdeen down to 10 men as many times as possible without, you know, coaxing them into a red card. Well, we meant that Shinny had to come out of midfield, and I yeah. think uh, I think we had more of a chance against them without Shinny midfield. He was he was excellent in the first half. I thought yeah. he kind of influenced the game way less at left back. The Scottish Philip Lamb. That one, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, 
Aye, and then was it not when he moved to left back that he got his head cut open? He got hit as well, yeah, he yeah. had to go off. Ah. But, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as uh, as Reynolds, he was quickly back on with just a just a daub of Vaseline. Yeah, to be fair, Reynolds went straight into the back of Juanma's thick manly skull, so I can imagine that would probably hurt quite a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, who was it that cut Shinny? Um, that's two. Right. So, so, so I think so. So with an elbow, I think it was so with an elbow. Yes, yeah. so that's right. So so and Juanma for Player of the Year nominations already. <laughs> <laughs> keep well, it going, guys. Yeah, well, I think we need to keep this form going, uh, especially nope. possibly if not next week, then certainly the week after. That's the second time So's done that. Uh, he got he got sent off against Hibs for uh, cracking mm-hmm. Michael Nelson right in his big bandaged up dish. That was lovely. That's, that's enjoyable. kind of how he announced himself. I mean, I know he scored a late goal at Ibrox and think, things like that, yeah. but to that's the, that's what really won us over. To the Tynecastle faithful, when he elbow smashed the Hibs captain, was yeah, he knows what he's doing. So like, <laughs> I wasn't sure about him if he was, all he was going to do was score late winners at Ibrox. But <laughs> now, now I think he's got more of a complete game. <laughs> Hard man, Osman So, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Right. Is there anything else to take from this game? Formations-wise, is there anything that we should be looking at doing against St. Johnston next week? Um, I think that Robbie should keep McGee in the team. I don't think he should be taken out purely for that that one moment of complete fucking madness. Because I think taking Oshaniwa out at half-time against Motherwell um, was sort of a sign that, you know, he's showing Oshaniwa you are not indispensable, you're not going to play every single game. So I think McGee, McGee should stay and uh, sort of have a chance to get his confidence back and stuff like that. Team-wise, I think that midfield of uh, Boabin, Jum and Payardo, I like it a lot. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, Payardo needs to learn not to just kick everyone the whole time as he did against Aberdeen. But, I think yeah. possibly he was told to do that. but well, Maybe not as obviously as <laughs> he was doing it. Um, He's struggled to be as influential since... Uh, I mean, Nielsen's been trying to get him back in the team more often recently, and he's certainly not been... I think he's still just suffering as he was last season, just yeah. from lack of game time. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, how many minutes total has he played? I would guess it's less than 400. Yeah, he's he's not played that often this season. I, 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 still, I still think he's class. I still think he'll... He'll come back to his best, and games against like St Johnston and stuff like that is when you'd hope he'd be he'd be able to do it. And then going into New Year with games against, well, well, not the Celtic game, but games against Kilmarnock and Dundee United and stuff. That's that's the sort of games where he should be imposing himself a bit more. He was great at uh, great at Tanadice, um mm-hmm. before he got injured again. Right <laughs> enough, yeah. Um, do you think he needs to? Do you think Nielsen maybe needs to pick a midfield and just settle upon one now? That seems to be the idea that he. Changes almost every game. I, I think he's he's think making he's it patchworks. Lost. He's making it patchworks until Jamie Walker's back. Right. Until Walker's back, he's basically saying, right, um, you know, we'll play these guys in there and chop and change it a wee bit because. I don't Walker's think he's. I don't think he's chopping and changing it. I think he's just being forced because of the fitness issues of everyone. Because Payardo's been so stop start uh, because you know Gomez and Wavin have both had their Gomes problems to seek. Yeah. Uh, trying to find Jim's best position. Or Jim's best uh, yeah. fit in the team. Just with Swanson being in and out and things like that. But I understand what you're saying there. I think um, Boabin's really proved his worth in recent weeks. I think he still had a... He, I mean, he wasn't great, but I thought he had a decent game at the weekend there. But I think overall he's been... He's been under the radar a little bit, but I think he's I think he's been really good for that. He's, cer- he's, he's certainly not had to go searching for his critics this year. Uh, there's people who have been questioning him a wee bit, which I think is very harsh. Um, I think it was always going to be harsh. He needed to to get time to bed back in after this 
as injury problems. Um, but yeah, you you know you're right. You've got guys like Danny Swanson, Billy King, Kenny Anderson, of course. Uh, yeah, he's, still he's, to come back. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> Don't know where he is. Um, 2016's a big year for him. I think with the, you know, the new developments up at Rickert and they've just accidentally buried him underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Never be saying like Robin Nielsen goes in. Guys, whatever happened to that Dutch guy? <laughs> you know the Dutch guy with the Scottish name. <laughs> either that or he's labouring. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, like in terms of like the midfield personnel, for example, the home game we've got uh, coming up against Dundee United. For that, you know, an ideal midfield three might be Jim Wabin and and uh, and Swanson. We might sort of get away with something a bit more fluid and dynamic than that. Whereas at home against Celtic, possibly we are looking for a Payardo and a Gomez yes. and, and a and a Stodge. Indeed, and then obviously the the words coming out of the AGM a couple of weeks ago was that we're looking for a striker. So ah. striker on the radar for January. Apparently. That's interesting. It's not really. Juanma came out of the team and we couldn't replace him. Yeah, well, well, when everyone's fit, we've got Palmer, So and Riley. Three strikers. Three strikers. Really yeah, well, like, uh, well, it depends. Are we trying to fill two or one slot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it does know. make me wonder, like, who who drops out if we put in another main striker? I don't think it would be yes, another like, main striker. Oh, you think? I think it would be another guy coming as competition. Well, that makes more sense. I was seeing how uh, you know. Uh, Riley hasn't Zifug really again. sort of seemed ready. Yeah, just sign Zeefug again. Yeah, just why not? Him. We should just do that every January. <laughs> just sign Zeefug for five months, every time. Your parent club can cover your wages, but we will hug you and love you. So, <laughs> you know, you can just score us 12 goals in the intervening time every single year and become a Hearts legend. I see no flaws with this plan. I see no flaws with that plan whatsoever. God, I miss him. Ah. Oh. He was good. He was, yeah, he was. He was. He's been. He's been scoring in Turkey now as well. It's good for him. Good for him. Hmm. Still fat though. Thick. <laughs> well, that was the match that was. Now we come to everyone's favourite part of the show: us trying to decide who deserved a song out of that mishmash of pish. Yes. <laughs> Pishmash. Um, yeah, I think we we kind of agreed that Alexander was probably a man of the match. He was certainly the best player on the day. Yeah. Blabin, obviously, we gave a, a wee bit of praise to earlier on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't look too bad. Juanma made a chance for himself at one point. So did Nicholson. Nicholson had touches. Yeah. yeah. But who made us talk the most? Well, <laughs> that's the question on everyone. Well, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone if, knows. If you know this podcast, which I hope you do by now, <laughs> you'll know that, yeah. It's yeah. Jordan McGee. It's Jordan McGee. Jordan McGee gets the songs. Hopefully this will give us confidence a wee boost. Yeah, absolutely. This is the support. Like we still we still love you enough to sing your praises, Jordan. I just I, I want to put it on record again. I still love Jordan McGee. I got in a big argument with a Hearts fan on Twitter about it, and she was like, Why do you hate the players? I was like, I don't. Said numerous times, I think he's great. Love him. But he made a stupid mistake and he should be pulled up for that. Yeah, there's absolutely there's there's no room for this chat. It's like, oh, is he young lad who's made a mistake? It's like that's not a mistake that a young laddie makes. That's a mistake that a fucking moron makes. <laughs> <laughs> but but he's made it. <laughs> I I honestly can say with quite some conviction. I don't think he'll do that again. <laughs> I think that's a one off. That won't be like yeah. a special move on FIFA <laughs> when the ball's coming to the box. I just like, press R two and <laughs> flicks his hand up. 
Yeah. It, I, part of me kind of wishes it. <laughs> 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 we just sort of thought, fuck it, this is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, this is who I am. <laughs> so he gets like his own brand of like uh, <laughs> Air Jordan football boots <laughs> and like it's his silhouette with his hands like tipping out he's, to grab the ball. He's just showing Robbie Nielsen he doesn't need to grow to get to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll show that prick. <laughs> Well, you show that prick, Robert. Sing us a song. Am I going first? Uh, yeah, go first. Right, okay. <clears throat> now, this, this has got a bit of a backstory. This was originally Nickel's song. Nickel came up with this Hi. on the way to... This is Nip, Nickel, who, uh, who's, who's on the show today and every day. Um, I think we've discussed this bus journey many times up to Inverness. It was a game that we lost. Um, Jamie Hamill got sent off for getting the ball kicked into his face from two yards. Um, but we My favourite moment of Jamie Hamill's career. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we came up with numerous songs for numerous young players and McGee was one of them. Um, so it was originally... Young hearts, McGee, scoring a header, scoring against Aberdeen. But I think that now the lyrics need to change slightly. Um, so, it should now be Young hearts, muggy, selling the jerseys, fucked it against Aberdeen. Do -do -do! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, now we've got two verses to that song, and I hope he just keeps doing things of note against Aberdeen because it works really well when it rhymes with McGee. To yeah, with you, so you could maybe do a couple of things against Dundee, but let's, <laughs> uh, let's stay on brand. Don't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So or, there's uh, Chelsea. Chelsea? Chelsea? No, I'm not having that. No, 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 that's no. not going to work. It's not. PSV? Scraping <laughs> <laughs> the barrel, man. <laughs> right. <So>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> All you've done there is draw attention to yourself, Craig. Sing a yes. song. I've gone down the musical route. <laughs> oh, Jordan McGee, someday you'll be a centre back. You know what song this is from, though? No idea. It's be strange. You had a chance at fullback, but made a fool of that. Oh, Jordan McGee, you look like a bit like Gary Locke. Your manager let you off. But we're not buying that. <laughs> it's from Greece. I don't think I got it quite high. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was. Thanks. I just. <laughs> I thought I knew Greece as well, but no, apparently not. No, it's obviously my rendition of it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> he does look like Gary Watt. He does though. Yeah. I might make mention of that in this song. He looks a bit like those, you know, those penguins that have the. Is it king penguins? Uh, yeah, emperor penguins. Emperor penguins. The, yeah, it's the, yeah. Yeah, he looks like one of them. Huh. Yeah. Well, his face says he's had a mare, oh, he's had a mare. Even worse, though, he modelled his on Larky's hair. <laughs> and everyone around him screaming, that was fucking shite. The people who surround him can't believe the likes. What a bam. He's holding the match ball in his palm. <laughs> Suddenly McGee flicks the ball with his pinky. Suddenly McGee does the dumbest thing you'll ever see. Suddenly McGee 
Hands the points to Aberdeen, suddenly McGee has to go and sign and play for the high bees. Oh god, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I was gonna say you'd won until that last one. <laughs> but yeah, you still won. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of mid two thousands indie pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, so a win for Nickel, I think we can all agree. Well done, Nickel. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome, man. You deserve it. Yay! Yeah. Man of the match performance. Thank you, Sandy Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie Tunstall. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, they're Scottish, man. But come on, they were completely interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for thanks for sticking with us, guys. Yeah, and, thanks for hanging around. Uh, remember to uh, remember if you see Jordan McGee in the in the streets, give him a slap and also a hug. Yeah. He needs both of those. <laughs> he does, I he think. Does. Yeah, absolutely. The, the stick and the carrot. <laughs> Indeed. Whatever you want to do with either of those implements. <laughs> Craig, tell the good people where they can find you. Um, on the internet. Good start. <laughs> Care to narrow that down? I hear the internet's um, a big place. Um, I, I do some stuff with the, internet, with, the, with the internet I was going to say the internet again the Terrace Podcast so terracepodcast.net um, and Twitter CraigCairn001 mm. put an at at the start of that yeah shan't <laughs> not gonna uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm at RF Gorfuk still you sure are yeah sure am I'm at Nicol Hay yep you are. that's on Twitter on the internet yeah where you can find Craig full, full circle what a host uh, you can also find the show at We Have No Cares which is also on Twitter Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another corner of the internet is Tumblr. Yeah, which is wehavenocares.tumblr.com. And possibly the backbone of the internet is email. In fact, God, we had an email this week. I've almost forgotten to even mention it. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of just reiterating a point we had earlier. It was uh, Penguin Mackenzie wrote in to say, uh, Nielsen underthinked it today. Clearly, criticism of overthinkery has got to him, so to appease the thinkful supporters, he thinkized he could set up the team in an apparent and obviously underthinkingly manner. Simply put, he overthinked his thinkism. <laughs> Why didn't we start with that? <laughs> because I forgot. <laughs> Thanks, Penguin. Yeah, but yeah, that's a magnificent point and very, very well made. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Better made than any single other point on this show. <laughs> yeah, what a wordsmith. Um, and you can email us. Just like Penguin McKenzie did, uh, yeah. we have no cares at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Oscar's arriving at the scene. Oh!